It's Annie again, and I am here with another 10 years in 10 minutes talk. Today, I'm going to talk about the two types of control. Control is an interesting thing because in business, we all come together to get results, right? Leaders and teams and individuals inside a business. It's like we are playing the game of achieving outcomes. And to achieve outcomes, we human beings in general are hardwired to control as much as we can to get a result. That, you know, I think that makes sense. So uh, we might even call that agency. Like, what can I do to get a result? Oh my gosh, that's just how we learn. We learn what do we have to do differently and what do we need to control to get a result? Okay, so here's the thing. Once we really get into business and we get a certain level of success, we start to realize that, you know, ever more success does not, we don't get more control. We get less because things get more complex. Things get less predictable. We are, you know, the as we grow, we are so much more impacted by things that happen outside our company and in the environment, things that we have zero control over. That doesn't stop us from wanting control. Why I want to talk about the two types of control is because it's something that we are going to need to learn to be okay with less and less control to be okay, meaning that we still have agency, we're still gonna do what we can, but we are not going to push for controlling something that we can't control because it will backfire. And I'm, I'm gonna give some examples. Okay, two types of control. Most people uh, you know, um, really have a bias to one or the other. Like you, you uh, most personalities will, you know, have a go-to. And I'm going to start with a go-to that is actually not mine. It's my husband's and many, many people on the planet. And it is the uh, control of where someone wants to control how others behave, how, what others do. They, these people, when they're under stress and challenge and they're trying to increase their control to get a result, they will become demanding. They might become critical. They will tell you what to do. So uh, one of the things my husband can get very stressed about is when um, I'm late to somewhere. And in that case, he can get very demanding, very critical. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, really wanting to be able to control me getting somewhere on time. I, I hope that makes sense. Okay. There's a second type of control that we don't usually think of as control, but it is. And it's equally uh, a problem, the problem part I'm gonna talk about in a minute, but it's equally a problem for human beings as they progress in, uh, in business, in growth, in taking on bigger and more challenging things. Okay, and that control is controlling how others perceive us. So that's the control I want. I want to control how others see me. <laughs> okay. So under stress and challenge, I will become either very avoidant, right? The last thing I want is conflict. I actually don't care all that much about controlling what other people do. I'm actually pretty good if they fly off the handle as long as it's not involving me. <laughs> like I don't, you know, I don't need to control what others do. But I very much want to control how others perceive me. So my other go-to is that I will become very pleasing. Very, you know, I'm the person who will say yes 
to something, you know, even if I mean no, or maybe if there's so much pressure that I can't handle it, that my way of taking back control of this situation is to say something pleasing that, um, you know, that controls how somebody perceives me, right? Because for whatever reason, you know, I, my, the thing that makes me feel unsafe is when I think people are going to be upset with me. So those are really important to know because when we get more controlling, when we are trying to up our level of control, it is almost always out of reactivity. It's almost always out of a situation where we are going into self-protection, where we are feeling bad about something, fearful about something, maybe shame about something. And we want to um, uh, have that situation uh, a change immediately to make ourselves feel better. The thing about upping your level of control in most of those situations in that way, in the self-protective kind of control, is that it doesn't solve the problem. It makes it worse. It makes it worse. Okay. So when my husband becomes super controlling for, um, you know, telling me when to, you know, have I left by a certain time to get to, you know, the restaurant or um, how I'm doing with um, packing. Yeah, that's always a thing. You know, like, like let's go. Are you going to be ready? You know, all that, you know, that, that kind of hyper control. Okay. So when he's becoming that way towards me, how do you think I'm responding? I'm actually not moving faster. I'm actually getting flustered and I'm starting to move slower. <laughs> so, so it backfires. Same with mine, with, with mine that, you know, if I'm under pressure and, uh, oh, maybe my husband is unhappy with something and he asks me to commit to a, a date, a date that is a, for an early thing that I know I'm going to struggle with. Okay. But I'll say yes in that moment, knowing that I'm going to disappoint him later. And that has worse consequences than if I could have just in that moment, not been so controlling of how I'm being perceived, right? To be, to, to know that, oh, there I go again. Like there's me wanting to protect myself in a way that isn't really protection. It's going to backfire. And so we, we want to start getting an understanding of that. And also to just know that when you are with somebody and they are becoming avoidant or pleasing, you know, oh, that's their self-protective control. That's their habit of trying to uh, get them, you know, make themselves psychologically safe, even though it will backfire. Same with people that get super demanding and critical, right? It's they're, they're just different sides of, of the same polarity, the same uh, reactive emotional reactions um, that are um, designed, you know, for a time <laughs> when um, we didn't have the kinds of problems in business that we have today. That's, that's coming from our primitive brain right? From our reactivity. And so get a good understanding of your control triggers, right? Of what you're trying to control. 
And especially if you have the kind of control that is about um, trying to control what others think of you, not what others do. Because I think until I learned that, I was pretty sure I was not a control freak. Okay. We all can be control freaks. And uh, just what you want to control is the thing that, uh, that, is, that this is really all about. You know, just because, you, you know, controlling how you're being perceived is the same. Might sort of look nice. Uh, it's not nicer. It just, you know, lets you disappoint people later. It's not good. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. And I uh, hope this is helpful. And I look forward to seeing you again. To learn more about this episode's topic, pick up a copy of my book, The People Park, at your favorite book retailer or at 